We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Hello, everyone. Dr. Nathan Unruh here. We're going to use this opportunity to stand out. That's what we're going to talk about today. How do you stand out in today's marketplace? In using this opportunity to stand out kind of sounds like a line from a Julius Caesar, but it's really an apt description of today's consumer climate. The people are, you know what, at the very least, they're just unhappy. People want us as business owners and businesses to stand out. And you know, that's a lesson from a recent dispatch from a Qualtrics XM Institute. The firm uses Net Promoter Score, or some of you probably have heard it as MPS. And it uses that data to measure the level of customer satisfaction across 20 different industries. It's a pretty cool statistic. It's very simple, and I've just fallen in love with it. But here's the thing about this data. It's a huge lesson to all of us. And and I'll get to that in a minute, but first I want to talk and pull apart a little bit more about MPS because it's it's really important to understand how powerful this score can be. I picked up on this nugget of research because we use MPS in our work with clients. Even if you haven't heard the term before, you're familiar with the concept as it's a widely used tool for companies to take the temperature of their customers. As a customer, you've probably seen and taken a number of surveys, I know I have, when you order something online or a follow-up email. But the question is this, how likely are you to recommend such and such store or service to your friends and family? It's just, it's a real simple, simple statement. Then you would rate that business or service on a scale of one to 10. Customers who give you a nine or 10 are promoters. Those who rate you at 1 to 6 are detractors. You subtract the percentage of detractors from the percentage of promoters, and that's your MPS. So, for example, let's use a nice round number, say 10 responses. Six of those customers gave you a 9 or a 10. That's 60%. Two ranked you a 7. That's 20%. Your score is... 60 minus 20 equals 40. Now, right away, you're probably wondering, what about the other two customers? Great question. Those customers are called passives and in some ways hurt more than detractors. Why they don't factor in the score, even though they like you, they just don't like you enough. They aren't raving fans and they are open to going somewhere else which is why we use this tool in our company. It's our mission to making sure that we help companies create transformational experiences. Passive customers are telling you that they're okay, but not transformative. So it means you've done so much right. You have a product or a service they want. Your marketing has connected. Your service has connected. But something isn't dialed in the way that it should be. That's almost a human problem, isn't it? 
And more than that, it's usually a frontline team that has become disconnected to the vision of the company and its expectations around the how a person should be cared for. So what's a good MPS score? I know that's when I first started learning. I go, well, what's good? I want to be good. I want to be great. I want to be exceptional. So anything above zero is considered good. But good is rarely good enough. And we know this from the work that we've done with the experience economy. More than 50 is excellent, and more than 70 is considered world-class. That's what we want to be. We want to be world-class. We want to be the best in what we do. So going back to our example, the 40, 40 is a fine MPS, but you're vulnerable to your customers going across the street for a better experience. Bump those eights up to nines, and suddenly you're at 60. It could be something as simple as a smile when the world seems upside down. It's that extra step to surprise a customer who's struggling with other outside forces. It takes very little, ladies and gentlemen, to be above average. It's differentiation when the rest of your industry is retracting. Let's differentiate ourselves on the experience. That's how we're going to gain market share and maintain market share. And that's where that data from Qualtrics is really truly revealing. It's been a tough few months for a lot of companies. And judging by the data, they're making it tough on their customers too. The MPS dropped in all 20 industries tracked by Qualtrics by an average of more than 15 points. The overall average went from 29.8 to 14.6. You can go check it out yourself. The numbers, in my opinion, reflect the general anxiety of the consumer during a time of uncertainty. But I read that as an opportunity to really stand out an imprint on our customer's brain with a positive image that will live beyond this crisis or the next. Yes, you may have to turn off your drinking fountains if you're open to the public. Then find a way to have a small, single-serving bottles of water available. Be innovative. Use this time to really create an amazing and transformational experience within your business. If you happen to be working from home, get out from behind the computer screen and get in the car. You don't have to go inside and hang out. Just drop off those documents you are going to email. Make the rounds with coffee and bread. Do something to connect in a human way. We need herd immunity, not herd mentality. As always, I love to talk about customer experience and how we can help you differentiate from the competition. Reach out to us. Let's chat. We'd love to help you create transformational experiences. You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com. 